Hi, I'm Stacy Hyde and I'm back with another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less. And as you may know, um, inflation numbers were announced last week. And what we have found is that inflation is still running very high, 8.3%. The Federal Reserve's target is 2%, um, except they measure inflation without food or energy, which I've always found ironic because I don't know the single person who can live their life without food or energy. But their reasoning is, is that those two numbers tend to be pretty volatile, and so they're trying to kind of smooth it out, which makes a little sense, but not a whole lot, because if you're putting gas in your car, heating your home, cooling your home, because even though it's late September here, it's going to be 100 degrees today. So cooling is also important and takes a lot of energy. But that being said, it's had this big increase. The Federal Reserve has been raising interest rates to try to slow inflation. But when they do that, they also impact other things such as interest rates in general, which means that the rates that you pay on your credit cards, the rates that you pay on a mortgage, um, interest rates to buy a car, all of those go up. Where it's especially painful is if you have any sort of floating rate debt, and that's a home equity line of credit is most of the time floating, um, certainly your credit cards. So I think that that raises the issue of really trying to get those paid off as quickly as you can certainly before you want to use them again, maybe to buy Christmas presents or travel for Thanksgiving, things of that nature. So that becomes even more important to pay off. But it's also having an impact and what we're seeing is the biggest increase in that inflation number is coming from rents. And that's because we've seen rents were, you know, as people kind of moved home out of major cities during the pandemic, um, they moved out to more suburbia, rents kind of went down because there wasn't as, as much demand. Well, now that people are back and we're sort of entering our post-COVID world or post-living with COVID world, and we're seeing those um, rental rates increase. Part of that is due to there wasn't a lot built during a period of time, and now the um, what they call the baby bus generation, where you had all the uh, millennials come and are now moving out and want to um, not live at home anymore. So you've got greater demand. And then what's also happening is this home prices have risen. There less people can afford it. So you've got rising home prices and rising mortgage rates, which really is a double whammy to housing affordability which means that more people are having to rent. When you have more demand and the same supply, you see those rental rates moving up and that's what we've seen. So that's been pretty negative for um, inflation, meaning that it's caused inflation to move higher. During that time, and what we're starting to see is some softening in the real estate market. The higher mortgage rates make homes not as affordable, makes people less likely to wanna you know, move up. And I think as we'll see that that moves through the economy as rates continue to go up, we'll see the housing market slow. What we still need in this country is actually more 
homes being built. And I think that assuming the builders can do that and get those built, will it should, um, as lumber prices have come down, we should see um, more homes being started and then that will alleviate some of the pressure on the system. If we increase supply and demand drops, we should get back to a better equilibrium and hopefully see the at least the rate of increase in housing prices. We don't want to see a crash, but the rate of increase drop and where people can actually make an offer, um, have some conditions on it. Yes, we want an inspection. No, we can't pay cash. We have to get financed and get back to sort of more of a normal. And then I think that will also ripple effect through the rental market and keep those increases in rent from impacting people's pocketbooks quite so much. But that does raise the specter of if you're spending more money on shelter, you have less money to spend elsewhere. And I think that's what people are seeing and why we're worried about, as I've talked about before, recession and whether that's going to push us into a recession. So I think it is a good time to be conservative in your spending. It's a good time to make sure that you have a um, couple months of living expenses take care of the little stuff before it becomes big stuff because that we are seeing that and it is one other thing i'd like to mention is the health of the housing market has a huge impact on the u.s economy because the consumer drives our economy and people buying houses trading houses is hugely beneficial for the economy because they're buying carpet, they're buying appliances, they're buying lumber, they're in hiring people to do jobs. And that is good for the economy because you have more stuff going. So if we really, if housing sort of falls off a ledge, it can be very negative, which is kind of what we saw happen in 2009. I don't think you can draw a whole lot of parallels with what's going on now to 2009. Um, personally, it feels to me more like what happened in 2000 with, you know, internet stocks. And interestingly enough, those internet stocks today do have very good earnings, but I think some of the projections for what their future earnings are going to be are a little um, optimistic, maybe the right word. And so I think we will see some leveling out there. Um, all that being said, um, if you're in the market for a house, don't give up hope. Just continue to add to your savings and start looking around because you may actually be able to find a little bit of a bargain now. And also if you're in the rental market, just keep looking, talking to people because I think you will see um, some lower rates and maybe not don't walk in quite as long if you're signing a new lease. Try to get a little bit shorter and see where we are six months from now. This has been another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less, and I'm Stacy Hyde.